Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. Tom Twilliger here with Epic Men Radio, rattling the cage and reigniting the entrepreneurial fire. Listen, if you're thinking about identifying and setting some new goals and objectives for your business, your body, and even your relationship, perhaps even your entire life this week, you know what? You're light years ahead of 90% of the small business owners out there. But I have news for you. If you're going to use the SMART goals criteria, it doesn't work. And I'm going to walk you through a proven step-by-step action-oriented process for achieving even the most audacious objectives this new year. And that's going to happen on this episode of Epic Men Radio. Rattling the cage and reigniting the fire. You're listening to Epic Men Radio. So why do we need to set goals in the first place? Now, I understand it's a new year, we're conditioned, we're trained to set New Year's resolutions, but you know what? Those things are crap. We both know they don't work, right? But setting goals and objectives, revisiting old ones, especially in your business, your relationship, and hey, your body, yeah, is an important factor, is an important component in achieving what it is that you really want. But shouldn't it be enough to just trust your innate ambition and your desire to grow and learn and navigating us towards a better life or a more successful career relationship that we desire? Those desires are dreams after all, and they're goals, aren't they? And goals are a direct reflection of what we want in life, right? So what do you want? Our desire, it's our outcome. It's what we want to achieve, whatever situation we want to live and experience, right? Well, can you imagine, for example, walking into a bank Waiting in line, getting in front of the teller, and then not knowing your purpose for being there? Was your objective to make a deposit, a withdrawal, inquire about a loan, or ask the teller out for coffee, or maybe even rob the place? I don't know. You should know. We don't generally think of them as such. But even the simplest things that we do during the day are based on some form of desired outcome or purpose. We get into our car and we go to work and we drive to our business every single morning. Why? We go to bed, we change our clothes, we battle traffic, and we drive. More than once a week, for sure, At least, you're, if, unless you're working from home. But the answer is simple. We have a goal. We have a goal to pay the mortgage. We have a goal to pay the rent every month, to purchase groceries, to buy a new pair of sneakers, a new Mercedes-Benz, or to build a better life and a lifestyle for ourselves, Yes. You may not identify those things as goals in the traditional sense, but according to the definition, they are goals nonetheless, the purpose towards which an endeavor is directed, and it could be the smallest or the largest endeavor. Now, goal setting is a powerful tool for changing the quality of your life. I've written about it, I've read about it, I've used it, and I've failed at it, but I've also achieved a lot as a result of using a process that works. Goal setting identifies both for your unconscious mind and your conscious mind, what it is you wish to achieve. You see, the vast majority of goals that are written, and that's few and far between, are typically done so in a way that actually hinders or disempower the goal setter and their likelihood of achieving it. There's also a fairly large contingent, we'll call it, of goal achievement strategies and coaches that recommend what is commonly referred to as SMART goals criteria. Now, SMART goals criteria is what I learned while I was studying NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, quite a few years ago. Although there are several variations, actually just a few variations on the SMART goals, if you're not familiar with SMART, let me just spell it out for you, really. What it means is when you're writing your goals or creating what I call your 
achievement statement. Your goals have to be specific. They have to be measurable. They have to be obtainable. They have to be realistic, and they should be timely. Specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. Makes sense, right? At least it's some criteria. It's better than arbitrarily writing something down. I want to achieve this, or I want to do that, right? We've all done that in the past. For some time now, I've felt that the SMART goals criteria falls slightly short of what I've come to recognize as two of the most important components of goal achievement. And the first is aligning your goals with your highest values in life, and one to which we already know instinctively, but we're going to go over it and rediscover why in the next couple of minutes or so. See, the proper guidelines for writing your goals on paper or creating what I call the outcome achievement statement can easily be summed up with the acronym ACTION. A-C-T-I-O-N. ACTION. So let me go over these with you. By the way, I'm going to have this all in the show notes. I'm going to have the complete lineup of what the action goals criteria means in the show notes for this particular episode. Also, I'm going to have the downloadable ebook, which was a, a, a number one bestseller on Amazon. It's called Why Smart Goals May Be Dumb. That's going to be there available to be downloaded as well. So you can go to epicman.com. Go to this particular podcast, if you're not already listening to it, on the website and download that ebook along with the Epic Man Manifesto while it's still available. So here's the action goals criteria that I want you to start using. Think about employing it in your goal strategy for this new coming year, and I guarantee it's going to have a powerful impact. So the first one is accessible, right? Which is similar to what's in the SMART goals criteria. Your goal must be accessible, meaning it must be within reach and obtainable. If, for example, you set a goal that you know you wanted to someday own a really valuable piece of real estate called Fort Knox, you might find it a little difficult to find a broker for that particular piece of real estate. Yes, it's not accessible or obtainable. Although I'm a big believer in the proposition that a man's reach should always be greater than his grasp, I'm also the belief in of the belief that a goal shouldn't be so far out of reach that it becomes demoralizing. Got it? So the first one is accessible. The second is clearly stated and concise. Man, the more concise and the clearer you are with fixing what it is that you want in your mind and writing it on paper, the better. See, you need to state your objective as completely understandable and without the ability to misinterpret what it means, even in your own mind. Imagine if you were to stumble upon a magic lamp, for example. And after giving it a good spit shine, a genie appears and presents you with one wish, one only. And in haste, you blurt out, I want a million bucks, which, by the way, would be ridiculous. We know that, right? I mean, a million bucks isn't even real money today, right? But you say, I want a million bucks because it's something you've always wanted. And maybe you've already achieved it, but I want a million more. Should be surprised if you find yourself surrounded by a herd of long horn elk or deer, or something else that that would be considered a buck, you got to be clear and concise. Something like this would be much clearer. Give me 250 million tax-free U.S. dollars stacked in tight $10,000 increments and placed in my living room floor at the address, make sure you give the right address, tomorrow at exactly 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. By the way, if you had a second wish, it might be for an armed guard. Does that make sense? So be clear and concise. The next part of the action goal 
Criteria is the T, which stands for towards and timed. Simply stated, some goals are what we move towards and some we move away from, right? We move towards those things that we want in our lives, that we're willing to sacrifice work and expend resources for. It's the things that we want, a new car, a new home, a more connected relationship, a better, more frequent sex life, right? For example... I did say sex, didn't I? Yeah. I mean, we all got that, guys. We all want a little more of that. But also, we want a lifestyle. We want to be able to live the life we want and have a business built to support that lifestyle, right? That's what we're moving towards. Towards goals represent what Tony Robbins describes as the, one of the twin motivators of pleasure. The other is, of course, pain, which is represented by the away from goals, Away from goals represent that pain side of the equation and are motivated by what we don't want and will work hard to avoid. I believe it is so far more empowering to state your goals in a way that moves you towards what you want, even though in many respects, the motivation behind what we want is what we're trying to avoid as well, the pain if you've ever been broke or filed bankruptcy, or if you've ever been dumped in a relationship or had your body fall apart or be crushed by disease, you know one of the things you're doing is avoiding those things from ever happening again in your life. You may even state that I will never experience that again in your life. And it's a powerful push towards taking action. But ultimately, what you want fueling your rocket ship towards the objective is the desire is what you ultimately want to experience. Because a lot of times when people set goals that are away from objectives, they're motivated by pain. They're motivated by fear. You don't want to be motivated by those things. You want to be motivated by pleasure and the ability to be able to help others along the way. The second part of that, of course, is time. Consciously, you have a pretty good idea in your mind when you expect to achieve your objective. But if your unconscious mind and the universe, for example, doesn't know specifically it's a pretty good bet that neither one of those things are going to rush in to help you, your unconscious or the universe. There is one more extremely powerful element associated with placing a deadline, let's call it, or a time frame on your objectives. It's called pressure. Or what business growth trainer Blair Singer refers to as perturbation. The application of mind and constant pressure in the right context leads to positive change. Pressure over time is what changes a piece of coal into the hardest and most valuable substance on the planet, right? A diamond. Have you ever said to a friend or a colleague or a coach that you were going to do something, you were going to achieve something, and they flat out asked you when? Well, if so, then you know the immediate pressure applies, right? I mean, you're like, well, well, well I, I, next week, next month, next year. One of these days, well, one of these days isn't good enough. It's easy to say you're going to do something, but when you give it a deadline, you apply the pressure it takes to get you out of your comfort zone. And it's only when you step outside your comfort zone that you begin to grow. Got it? The next part is the I, and the I stands for impassioned. Hey, if you haven't gotten it already, I'm pretty impassioned about what I do and even sharing my experience with you, yeah? Sometimes a little... Too much so. I might get a lot of control. I understand that, guys. And listen, be, feel free to share with me. Hey, Tom, you talk too much. Hey, Tom, lose that New York accent. Hey, Tom, settle down. Well, you know what? I can't because I'm impassioned about what I do. And you see, anything you want badly enough that it becomes a must, not a could, would, or a should, but a true must can create enough passion and impetus 
that you can almost will it to happen. Maybe you've had that experience in your life. Have you ever wanted something or needed something so bad that you simply could not live without it? That's how bad you have to want your goal. And I'm going to tell you flat out that if you're not passionate about your desired outcome, don't even bother. Scratch it off your list and move on to something else. You can live without it, and you will wind up living without it. And it'll just be one of those things where it's like, yeah, I tried to accomplish that once, and uh, I didn't make it because you weren't really truly passionate about it. Make your outcome achievement statement ooze with passion. Got it? Repeat after me. Ooze. Yeah, I know. There I go again with the being a little overpassionate. Well, that next part is what? The O. And the O stands for organic. And this is one of the areas where the SMART goals criteria really falls short. See, if your outcome achievement statement is full of additives, preservatives, or pesticides, it's not organic, meaning... It has to be natural for you. It has to be in line with your values, or you would better find a way to align your values with that goal if you want to achieve it with as least with the, the least amount of resistance as possible. In other words, it has to feel right for you. Have you ever said to yourself, this just doesn't feel right? And it turned out that you were spot on with that feeling? Make sure when you're creating your outcome achievement statement, setting your goals, determining what direction you're going to move, that it feels right and is in line with your highest values. Man, you should write those down. What are the most important things for you? Is it being fit? Is it money? Is it creating freedom? Is it the power of love and relationship? What is it for you? What's in the top five? Maybe even the top 10. And if it winds up that your goals and objectives aren't in line with that, and I've coached people where they were trying to achieve something that was so far off their top 10 list of values, there was no chance in hell they were ever going to freaking achieve it. Not going to happen. So listen to your heart, heart and not your head when it comes to being organic with your goals. The next one is the N, the last part. And the N stands for as if now. Your outcome achievement statement must be stated in the present tense. As if it's happening now, in this moment. See, because of the way our brains process information, future tense, I will achieve or I'm going to achieve, statements lack impact and passion. Your mind simply says this, okay, one of these days in the future, I'll earn a million dollars. What's next to achieve? What do I got to do right now? And more or less forgets about it. With future tense statements, the mind programs in the idea that you will do it sometime someday rather than programming you for doing it right now in the moment writing or stating your goal in present tense may sound and feel a little bit strange at first when you're doing it but i promise you that present tense writing of your statement is the most effective way of conveying your intention, again, to your unconscious mind, and even out there to the energy of the universe, whether you believe in that or not. There is a collective energy out there, and you got to put out there what you want in a specific present tense way. Got it? All right. Now, before you go ahead and make the appropriate changes to your outcome achievement statement or start using the action goals criteria to create that outcome achievement statement, there are a couple of other things I wanted to mention that can make a world of difference in how empowering your statement will ultimately be in achieving your objectives. Now, these tips can not only help you create a far more empowering achievement statement, but they can also supercharge 
your internal and external success language and what Maxwell Maltz in Psycho-Cybernetics and I wrote about in Seven Rules of Achievement talked about, which is your cyber internal cyber success mechanism, which is that automatic thing when you hit the right button, using that goal achievement action criteria we just went over, then what happens is, bam, that button is pressed and like a servo mechanism, it automatically moves you towards achieving that objectives. Got it? Now, here's the other thing. The words that you choose can have a powerful and profound effect on your energy, your inner and outer strength, and the passion we talked about. Use empowering adverbs to help describe what you will accomplish, what you're already accomplishing. It'll go a long way in creating a powerful desire and the ability to attain it. There are many ways for saying the same thing, right? Even in your own mind. And some are positive, and some are not so positive, and some are downright negative and counterproductive. And we do that to ourselves all the time, guys. And we need to control our internal language, our internal dialogue. Let me give you an example of that. I am no longer fat. Well, sounds good. Well, how about this instead? I am a lean, mean, freaking, sexy, fat-burning machine. Yeah, a little more passionate, a little more... In the moment, yes. How about this? I will win. Sounds good. What's wrong with that? Well, how about this in its place? I'm victorious. Nothing can stop me because I am unstoppable. A little more passionate. There's a saying. What we focus on expands. Meaning, you will always get more of what you think about and what you focus on. Your subconscious mind can't process negatives even in terms of statements and language, and turn them into positive outcomes. As a part of the processing of a negative statement, your mind immediately tries to form a picture or a sound or a feeling based on what has just been said or even thought. Your mind will begin to see you striking out or create a picture of what failure looks like or feels like or sounds like or possibly all three. In other words, always tell if we're using the example of a child, which, by the way, is how our unconscious mind works. And you have to work on your own mind, your own unconscious mind, your own mindset in the same way. Okay, so now you understand the importance of linguistics in writing your outcome achievement statement. So now it's your turn. I've taken enough of your time. I hope what I've shared with you up to this point will help you moving into this new year in your business, in your body, in your relationship, and your life, certainly in your finances. And developing that lifestyle business and the life that you want, ultimately, man, 2016 can be an epic year. But you got to take some action. So go to epicmen.com and download the free copy of the best-selling book, Why Smart Goals May Be Dumb, along with your copy of the Epic Man Manifesto while it's still available, and create the vision, the purpose, and the statement that you want to achieve this year. Hey, it's going to be an epic one. I'm Tom Twilliger with Epic Men Tribe, rattling the cage and reigniting the fire. And we'll see you next year. That's how winning is done. Thanks for listening to Epic Men Radio. Now get off your ass and give us a review on iTunes. And make sure you subscribe to and share Epic Men Radio with other men in your tribe so no one will ever miss a single empowering episode. You can also find us at epicmen.com. <laughs>